BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. This is such an exciting day. I have probably one of my favorite people in the entire universe, Raymond Padilla, in front of me, my best friend, my ride or die. He says I'm his Gail because he likes to think that he's Oprah, but I really think that I'm Oprah and he's my Gail. So we fight over that actually like in the streets. No, to the death. (laughs) To the death. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast with my dear friend, Raymond Padilla. Raymond, thank you for coming in. Babe, this is wild. I can't believe I'm watching you do this. I'm so excited for you. This is... This is a long time coming. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Or really started from Soul Cycle. now we're here. Now we're here. Rain- also, we have to like throw back to that time you recorded a whole podcast on your own and you couldn't you couldn't release it? No, I couldn't release it because I deleted it. Yeah. It's so I'll I'm, never forget the yeah. week-long trauma that that caused you. I call Raymond at like every just real crucial moment in my life uh-huh. where I'm just sobbing and I'm like, Raymond, I don't know how to fix it. And then Ray talks me off the ledge. Brings me back down to earth, and then, like, we somehow rise from the ashes. Yeah, we do. You know what I think? That's, like, the only good thing my mother gave me. Because my mom (laughs) is the kind of person I call her when I'm, like, literally about to, like, drive my car into a wall. Right. And she'll be like, sweetie, take three deep breaths. Mm -hmm. It's the only time she's calm. Uh And I think I've learned that. Like, people will call me all the time crying, and I'll be like, okay, just, like, take a minute. Right. And then I hear the whole thing, and then I'm like, okay, how do you feel? Should I be a therapist? I don't want to go to school. No, you shouldn't be a therapist. <laughs> I love you. But I feel like you would just, you'd be like me though. We'd, we would get so emotionally invested in other people's problems that we'd have to smoke a cigarette afterwards. Yes. And then we'd end up with like some like, you know, mesophiliomia or something like that. <laughs> We're just like not trying to live that life. No, definitely so not. just a backstory for some of our listeners. Ray and I met, what, five years ago? In 2014. Yeah. Five years ago. Five wow. years ago. We were both working at SoulCycle. And the first day that we met, we were both working the front desk. Ray came in to fill in a position for another manager or like-, a, like No, I had just transferred. Oh, you had just transferred from the Santa Monica studio to the yeah. WeHo studio. And he was so sassy and rude the first day. He didn't act like, like- He acted like he didn't want to get to know anybody's name. And I literally told my boss, I said, listen, I don't know who this Ray guy is with this salty attitude, but he needs to go. Well, because here's the thing. I had come from a studio where everyone worked. And in WeHo, I had had learned that uh, nobody at the front desk liked to work. Because we had razzmatazz pizzazz and we didn't need to necessarily like work. Right, right. And what I learned in that studio was that you could get by. You know what I mean? On charm and good looks. Exactly. So the next day, Ray comes into work, and I literally turn to him, and I say, listen, I saw that you put something. So basically, Ray wrote in a wrap-up to, like, a boss. He was like, she is super sassy and Southern and has a deep voice, but I'm kind of here for it. Isn't that, like, basically what <laughs> yeah, you yeah. said? Yeah, yeah. It was something along those lines, because I remember, so we, I was, like, the, like, manager on duty. Right. And at the, when I was in Santa Monica, my friend told me, okay, so every night you have to send a rap report. And it, like, breaks down everyone's performance and, like, how this whatever happened. And she's like, I always write it, like, people mag. Like, I give them the goss, <laughs> and then I also give, like, negative and positive feedback. And so I was like, oh, I love to goss. So yeah. I would just, like, be as funny as I could and write these crazy things. But with you... I like, obviously I really liked you, so I wrote something nice, but I still was like trying to be poignant that like, guys, I couldn't get anyone to work. (laughs) (laughs) 
And see, I actually felt like a workhorse. Like my entire life, I'm one of those people, I'm not organized, but then when I get to the job, like just, you know, strap some hay on my back and just like, let me do my thing. You know, I'll cart four people around in a damn buggy. Yeah, you know what I always think about when I think about you? Because you always say, like, oh, I have broad shoulders, and my dad, like, wants me to lift a piano. Mm-hmm. I always think about that, uh, you know that Diego Rivera painting where the woman's carrying all those white flowers yes. on her back? That's what I think of when I think of you. Because also you <laughs> love a hoop, and you try to be Latina. A little But bit. you're just not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I've always just, every time I go to Mexico, I just feel, like, really alive, and I thrive. Remember when your mom wouldn't go to Mexico for, like, a hot minute? Remember you were, like— Because she had a traumatizing experience in Acapulco. <laughs> My mom to this day always tells a story about whatever I bring up. And she loves Mexico now, but she's like, I can't. I just can't tell you what happened in Acapulco. And we still haven't really gotten like the straight story. But all I know is she went with some like, she went down there with a girlfriend. It was- On a cruise? No, 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 no. It was just a trip. Way back in the day when she worked for the airlines. And she went on a trip, but something happened in Acapulco and she won't discuss it. So here's what I think is going to happen. I think Acapulco used to be like the spot for Mexico. Yeah. And then all these people were going down there and shady things were happening. Mm-hmm. And now people don't talk about it. Nobody you know, talks about it. Nobody goes to Acapulco anymore. Now everyone goes to Cabo. Yes. So in 10 years. It'll be our Cabo yeah, moment. We'll be with our kids and they'll be like, oh, we can't go to Cabo. Right. Where are we going to go? There's a lot of places that I <laughs> probably shouldn't go back to. And it's not necessarily because I misbehaved, but it's just like my crew was there. You yeah. Know, put the blame on them. Yeah. But going back to our story of just how we met. So the next day, Ray comes into work, and I know he wrote this, like, sassy write-up about me to a, our boss. And I just went up to him very bluntly because I'm a, I'm a you know, straight, straight-laced straight person Yeah. to the point. And I said, listen, I can't tell if you're funny or not or if you're just, like, the worst. So do you want to be my friend? Are you funny? And Ray was like, yeah, I am funny. You're funny, too. I was like, okay, great. Then it's a done deal. And that was it. That was it. But then also that not only did you do that, but that same night, remember we had that open bar at Hakkasan? <laughs> and we both ended up wearing the same outfit. We both wore jean jackets and fedoras. Yeah. And we showed up late because we had to close the studio down. And I was also on a juice cleanse. And we don't need to tell the whole story, but I drank way too much and you thought I died. So Ray lost his cell phone. I'm pretty sure he got picked up by the police. So the next day, the only way I knew how to get in touch with him, I didn't even have this guy's number, was I sent him a Facebook message. And he responded at like 5 p.m. And he yeah. was like, I can't talk about it. I am alive. But I just want you to know, like, I can tell that we're going to be lifelong friends because yeah. you sent me a Facebook messenger <laughs> Like requests. Yeah, but because I all I had was an iPad. I had no phone. So I yeah. had to just I had to communicate with people. Thank God I didn't have work that day because I wouldn't have made it. We just have been through a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we met at a time in our lives where yeah. you were fresh out of college. I was in like my mid twenties. I had just moved to LA and we were just like scrappy and hustling. We're still scrappy and hustling. We're still yeah, you're still sleeping on my air mattress in my guest room. But we're still <laughs> No, hustling. really I am. But yeah, we definitely met at a time where we both, I think we're like going through different struggles and we just like tried to find the humor in all of it. Right. I think I met you like I hadn't even come out to my parents yet. No. And then you were, I think you were one of the very first people who were like, so you're gay, right? <laughs> and I was like, I don't even know this woman. And yeah. uh, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I like labels. Like I did that. I did the like the baby mm-hmm. steps. And I said, no, honey, honey, it's okay. Like, yeah. So you're gay. Yeah. 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 And then it was <laughs> from there on, it was just like, Day trips to the valley, mm-hmm. going to the mall. See, we love the valley. We do. I don't want to live there mm-hmm. because I don't feel like, you know, because we're women about town. We like to lunch. We're ladies who lunch. Yes, we, we love like, Jones on 3rd. We love Jones on 3rd. We love to go to a dinner. But if you live in the valley, like, I'm not trying to pay that Uber. You right. know what I mean? I'm down to go there for the day and escape, but I'm not trying to Gwen Stefani and live off of Ventura Boulevard. You right. know what I mean? Right, right, right. It's not for me. I, I 100% hear you. But if I want to go to like a Staples on Ventura Boulevard, like I still love to go into a, an yeah. office supply store. Yeah. Is that crazy? No, it's not. I smell the paper and I, it just like makes me like hot and horny. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I like, no, it doesn't do it for me. <laughs> I love a nice pen. I brought my own pen today because I didn't know if I was going to have to like write little notes. Right, about how um, much like like dark stories that you want to tell about me. Uh, yeah, I don't, oh, I don't really have any dark stories, but I do have some funny ones, but I think I'm saving them for your wedding. Okay, great. Because I'm already working on the speech that I anticipate giving at your wedding, because it has to be appropriate. It, it has to be, well, it's going to be inappropriate. It doesn't have to be appropriate. You know to, my audience. Yeah, but also, you may or may not have some family members that are being brought into your family from the other side who might not appreciate our humor. Okay, my whole family's dead, basically. Yeah. And Jeff's Italian, so they don't even talk to half their family. You know how that is. They're <laughs> yeah. dead to them, so yeah. you're good. Yeah, yeah. But I've been, like, taking little notes of, like, things that I... Remember, like that one night. Remember that photo that I had? I don't even have that photo anymore. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> let's just let's change the subject. 
Okay, I went through a phase in my life where I thought that I could pull off those like hot, hot shorts. Raymond has a photo of me. I were in a sweaty bar and I'm sitting in a chair weirdly and he just took the photo and it looks like my vagina is just out. It looks like my <laughs> vagina is literally to like one side of the shorts, but it's yeah. actually just my thigh. It's like a blurred photo. Regardless, if he sold it to TMZ, it would definitely look like I was just no, pussy I popping think, in a handstand yeah, yeah. in a nightclub, but it was not. It was, it was my not, thigh, it was your thigh and my butt. You know, Cardi B actually just put something up on Instagram recently. Well, no, and then she showed her whole... Yeah. She's like, that's my thighs. And yes. then she took her pants down and was like, this is, this is my, my vagina. vagina. Which, how is she getting away with putting that content on the internet anyway? Don't they flag it? Like, if I were to put up that photo, I don't even have it anymore, honestly. I might somewhere in an iPad somewhere. You but know what? If, I don't think I do. because my. But it's know, not my vagina. No, it's not. But I just don't understand how those, like, <laughs> they, like, those photos get flagged. So how is Cardi B just, like, running wild? I have no idea. But can you put that on my tombstone? Here lies <laughs> Heather McMahon. It's not my vagina, though. <laughs> Just put the label up top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can 100% do that. It is really crazy. You and I have been through so much, and I feel like certain friends come into your life and, like, you know, you, you have, like, cycles of friends, right? Yeah, or you go totally. through different seasons. Exactly. So when I met you, I would just move from, you know, New York, and I'm living in L.A., and we're, like, working this scrappy job at this gym, which was ironic because we would get written up by HR every day because, yeah. you know, we're working at a very prestigious gym. Yeah. People would come in, and Ray and I would be eating, like, giant Chipotle burrito bowls at the front desk. Well, we had to eat cheap snacks. because yeah, we, we, we were, were so broke. SoulCycle pays the front desk nothing. Uh-huh. I remember I was shook when one of our good friends was like, oh, you guys, you guys must be making really good money. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, don't you work on commission? And I was like, oh, oh no. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm spraying these shoes for $11 an hour. Okay. But you know what? That was character building. It was. Because I had come from New York where I was bartending and making like oodles of money. Yeah. And then I literally came to LA and because I wasn't a porn star, I couldn't get a job in a bar. Yeah. So I had a friend of a friend who worked at SoulCycle and she's like, no, you're, you know, charismatic. You could come work the front desk and talk to celebrities. And so when I got that job, that was my first job where I hadn't been making tips. Yes. I remember, okay, probably the most poignant day in our friendship is I came into SoulCycle one day. I had bought chicken. At Trader Joe's, I was at like the bottom of the barrel broke and I got the chicken back from Trader Joe's and for some reason it was spoiled. So I walked into Soul Cycle and I just started immediately weeping. I was like, Ray, I spent my last three fifty on this chicken and it's bad. And you looked at me and you're like, babe, you got to return it. Mm-hmm. You said, go back. And I said, I don't want to go back to Trader Joe's. I've never had to return anything in my life that was only $3.50. And yeah. you looked at me and you were like, you need this on your debit card. Put the chicken in the fucking bag and get in the car and go to Trader Joe's. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. God, what a time. The chicken. It was also, a part of our lives. you know what I, like, you, I think you talked about this a while back on your Instagram. I don't know how long ago it was now, but I, like, used to think I was so large. And then I look at photos from that time at Soul Cycle. We were emaciated. Thin. I was, I was sick. We will say the workout does work. Yeah. It, it worked until a certain point because then everyone would like give us cupcakes <laughs> to like deal with their eating situation. Uh-huh. And so they would give us cupcakes and cookies. And I was like, can I ever just get a free salad? Yeah. Why isn't anybody giving us smoothies and salads? It was no. just, sh- and I, yeah, it was so because people were trying to deal with their own eating yes, issue. They were like, I don't want to eat. So they stuffed us. Mm-hmm. We were like foie gras. They no. were like, stuff the cupcakes down the goose's neck. I'll never forget, you know, that one client that we both love that, I don't want to name names, but that fabulous gay real estate guy. And yes. he brought in homemade, guys, I, do you guys love those cookies that you like get at like a, a Starbucks or like a grocery store that are like kind of like shortbread and then they're like perfectly colored frosting and oh. they're in shapes. And remember he made one for everyone with our names on them. Yes. and But, but you and I had like five extra cookies Yeah, yeah. Each. we ate other people's. Yeah, but then he also like gave, he's like, yeah. Heather gets five, Ray oh, gets we five. we always got extra. We right. always got extra stuff. And we were in a very interesting time working at this gym because I, how many celebrities asked me, Heather, do you do this workout often? Oh my God. All the time. Yeah. They'd yeah. always ask us, do you do this? Like, yeah. like I'd never been on that a was, bike before. It was my favorite thing. It was my favorite thing when we'd go because we'd get we'd invited. we get fat shamed. Yeah, we'd get invited to all these like parties and stuff or like just dinners. And they'd be like, oh wait, how do you guys know whoever this fabulous celebrity? And we're like, oh, we know him from the gym. Right. And then they'd be like, oh, oh. do you? They'd like <laughs> kind of do the up and down look. Like they're checking you out, but not because they're attracted, but because they're genuinely concerned. They're like, so wait, like, wait. so you have a membership? I'm just confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we were like, yeah, we do the workout. Yeah, we, we, we do yeah. the workout twice a day sometimes. Yeah. But now I never go there. I can't, I can't deal with it. I still enjoy it. I still enjoy it a lot. Yeah. You would though, but also it, it makes sense. 
<laughs> Can we talk about why you're so triggered? I'm triggered because I was fired by my <laughs> boss. <laughs> It's the only job I've ever been fired from. Yeah. I sent, again, I sent maybe a sassy email, and I CC'd the whole staff being like... You know now, never put it in writing. Never put it... And we always say that now. See, when Ray and I really want to talk shit, it's so funny, we call each other. I call her immediately. Mm -hmm. She'll ask me a question where I have, like, a juicy answer, and if you go through the text, you'll see that there's no response, because I've given her a phone call. Yeah. Because you never... After that, I never put it in writing. Also, we don't like to text. We're like the two old ladies. Ray and I will get Get on the the phone phone. three or four times a week where we talk for an hour and a half, just on the phone. Like, I hate when people are like, can you just text me? Don't fucking text me. No, call me. Call me. Call me. Also, if I'm driving... I, I can't text, so just give me a call. And here's the other thing. I want to talk on the phone because everyone always thinks I'm so sassy and such a bitchy gay. And they're like, you said this text and it meant this. And I was like, it actually didn't. I just right. said, okay. See, I'm a Pisces. I'm the queen of communication. Yeah. So I just want to hear your voice. I want to hear the tone. I also like, like my love language is time. Yeah. So to me, when people spend time, whether it, even if it's on a, the phone, yeah. like our little like hour and a half you know, while chit-chats. we're chit-chats, like fill my heart with joy. Yeah, same. My love language is getting gifts, <laughs> but I just don't have enough rich friends yet. Right. You know what Preferably I mean? Preferably like Gucci, Versace kind of gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, less of the Gucci because, you know, they're problematic now. People don't love Everyone's the problematic. I know. And that's the problem with now. Yeah. And everything's problematic. Right. And honestly, I want this podcast to be like a safe space where people yeah. can come and safe. we can like, you know, say what we're really feeling. Yeah. Because, you know, it never comes from a place of of um, hatred or, well, you know. Well, here's the thing I, that I know about you is that you're the least judgmental person. And you, even if you say something that maybe comes off wrong, you're doing it at a place of like, I'm trying to figure this out. Right. You're, all, you're always trying to figure out like what's going on, I'm what curious, the kids George. are talking about. Yeah. You're trying to understand the languages and I'm like. You just can't say that. I will say this, though. Okay, so I was at this festival recently, and I do, you know, 99% of the messages that I get on Instagram are always positive, like, we feel you, girl, like, keep going. This Okay, so I was at Shaky Beats, which is this music festival in Atlanta, and it's very similar to, like, Electric Daisy, EDC. Yeah, yeah. And it was amazing. I was going to see one of my favorite bands in the entire world, Rufus DeSoul, but I just was not prepared for the, the outfits that these young kids were wearing. Now, I'm right. only 32, but I feel like I'm a little bit more Joan Rivers and less like Tara Reid these days. Right, right, right. Which is a good thing for your brand. Yes, it's a good thing. <laughs> it's also a good thing for like, you know, just like my body. Your career. You know? Yeah, my career. So anyways. Your I'm nasal at, passages, if you will. 100%. <laughs> so I'm at this festival and all these girls are just wearing thongs and like butterfly wings. Listen, live your truth. If that's right. what you want to do, that's great. Yeah. But this woman sent me a message on the internet and she was like, so, you know, I was doing um, live feed from the event and the concert and I'm just showing like, what are these kids wearing? This is the outfit? Like, who let you out in the house like this? Plenty of kids were on drugs. I know that's the thing. Everybody's rolling. I can't. I can't. Also, like, in a thong, I can't. No. So this woman (laughs) sends me a message, and she's like, concerts should be a safe space for people to experiment and be themselves. And I said, hold up. This is what's wrong with this generation. Yeah. Because I said, no, you're you're a contributing member of society. Yeah. If you want to do something in public, just know that there are consequences to what you do in yeah. public. Okay. Here's the thing. I, safe space is, is in your dorm room. Yeah, yeah. It's in your house. It's I think. in your home. Because or like it's it truly is a bathroom. No right. one should be photographed in a bathroom. We right. all learned from that mistake. But if you're literally like walking on the sidewalk in a thong. In front and, of 70,000 people. you weren't putting people. I kind of remember you posting about this. You weren't putting people's faces. You were just doing their outfits. Also, if you're going out in public people at a festival. People are going to see you anyway. Also, imagine being the Uber drivers, driving all those people in thongs with sweaty dust butt. It's literally, it's butt dust. Butt dust, whatever it is. Yeah. Disgusting. Well, I just I just had a, such an epiphany. I was like, oh my God, I could go on a tangent right now, but I couldn't believe. Con- concerts and festivals are not a safe space. You're no. out in public. You're a contributing member of society. Yeah. If you want to do acid and take off all your clothes, you do that in the privacy of your own home. The right. fact that like it's like these festivals are like a lawless place is bullshit. Well, here's the thing. I get like the people going for the experience and wanting to like, to them it is like their mini vacation. They can do whatever. It's like right. Free, live your truth. No judgment there. But the woman shouldn't have like given you shade for like posting on your Instagram because at the end of the day, everyone's on their phone. So you could be in the background of your phone and you could be doing that, and it's like whatever. Who cares? Also, I took this guy was clearly like losing his mind on acid. He was going. He was having a bad trip. But I'm just like again, where are the rules? So where you would you do, do acid? Right. Where would I do acid? Yeah. I feel like 
Maybe a graveyard. <laughs> Just to like really have a moment. So I haven't I haven't experimented with acid. And I've had a bunch of friends ask me before. I've been to Coachella or too many times. I tried to get you to come. I couldn't get you the free ticket. If anyone out there has free tickets to Coachella next year, Heather McMahon is I think I should them. do my bachelorette at Coachella. I would love that. Because I've never been. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. But I'm going to have the fanny pack full of like wet wipes. Yeah. Didn't you have like... A first aid kit? Yeah, I basically had a first aid kit. And you know what? One lady needed a Band-Aid. <laughs> Another lady needed a tampon. Another lady needed a wet wipe. Yeah. So yeah. I came prepared. You were prepared. Yeah, no, I, I've been asked before and I've always thought about it because I don't like being that out of control. That's not for me. Right. Like, I'll get down with like the, the vape pen here or there, but I'm not about that like acid life. And I thought about it and I was like, Ray, would you ever do it and where would you do it? And I said, I'd need to be in a controlled space right. with no sharp corners and an air conditioner. Absolutely. Because if I'm sweating and think I'm going to die from heat exhaustion, like it's over for me. I would like uh, like a nice stocked fridge, every kind of beverage. Yes. I would like gelato, like fresh gelato. I think I want it to freezer. look like uh, Kim and Kanye's like uh, guest lounge because you know they have yes. like all white, cloudy, soft spaces for their babies. That's what I would want. Yeah. And all the beverages. And then the um, restoration hardware dream couch. Yes. The, cloud. The, cloud. the cloud. The cloud. The cloud. The cloud. I want to okay, land. Here's the thing about the cloud. Okay. Let's talk about it really quick. The cloud is the most comfortable couch. But it looks fucking terrible. It does look terrible. Like the the pillows on the back, you have so many friends of design. What do they think about? It looks like a floppy pancake. Well, the problem is the bottom cushions keep sliding like, off. Uh, right. And you just spent, what, $20,000 on a- So much. Remember a, when you were shopping for your New York apartment and you were like, I'm going to the Restoration Hardware Outlet. And I was like, okay, babe, well, like, let me know if you get anything. And you showed up and couches were still fifteen grand. Yeah, and I, I called <laughs> you like, like shaking with anger. Yes. You were like, I thought I was going to get a deal, Ray. Didn't not, get a deal. It's not happening. See, I'm still a deals kind of gal. Oh, I'll always go to an outlet. Yes, when they, we when, love outlets. Okay, so are you up That's on, why we love the Valley. That's why we love the Valley. We love a deal. Are you up on, um, you watch the season of Real Houses of Beverly Hills, right? Of course. Or no, New York. It was New York. So it, on the season of New York, we love the houses. If you don't love the houses, I think. Like just whatever. go on and it's, follow. Yeah, goodbye. Anyways, there was a scene where like Bethany and I think Sonia are going to see that crazy art guy with all the parrots. Yes. We, have to talk, we haven't even talked about this yet in person. Yeah. And they're in deep Brooklyn. Now, I don't know a lot about New York. I've only been a couple times, so I don't really know how it works. I'll text my friends sometimes being like, hey, do you have, like, grocery stores? Like, I don't know how it works there. <laughs> like, I've texted my friend Mary being like, what's it like to buy produce there? I'll tell you what it's like. It's a shit show, and then you got to get in a cab or get on the subway. That's what I've seen. How do you carry your groceries? Yeah, if you don't live right around the corner from a grocery store, you have to literally get in a cab, and it's fucking hell. No, that's disgusting. Okay, yeah. so anyways, they're driving out to deep Brooklyn somewhere. That's what they called it. I don't know what it means. And you realize they were just across the water in like Williamsburg. Right, so. and uh -huh. she's like, wait, Bethany freaks out. Now, Bethany has, what, $250 million? She's like, wait, Sonia, are we going to be by the outlets? <laughs> and Sonia's like, yeah, I think so. And then all of a sudden, they drive by a Costco. And she's like, is that a Costco? And she flips out. And I said, that's the kind of rich bitch I'm going to be. I'm still going to love a Costco. Always. Always. I have never been impressed. Like when people show up with like their fancy handbags and their fancy shit, I'm not impressed because as a larger lady, I was never able to buy the designer Same. stuff. So for me now that they're like, oh, now designers are like, you know, inclusive or whatever. I'm like, whatever, you know, Prada, I don't give a shit. Well, Prada will never be inclusive. Yeah, no, no, they'll never be inclusive. They're not for us. No, they're not for us. But like, I, I just have always thrived on a bargain. Yeah. I love a Banana Republic. I love a Gap. I love, you know, yeah. I love the Old Navy. Old Navy is my favorite store ever. Yeah. Because guess what? The shit's great and it fits and it lasts forever. I was never an Old Navy person except for 4th of July. I love the Old Navy t-shirt. I buy it every year. I have it's one. the best. I have it every year, every year iteration with the flag and I post about it. It's my jam. They're $2. It can't get more American than that than wearing a t-shirt made in Taiwan. I'm just saying. And guess what? They just get softer and softer. As you wash. There are other t-shirts out there on the market that we've all had forever, and they're never as soft as the Old Navy 4th of July shirt. That's correct. But I was more of an American Eagle kid. I was like one of those like in the closet homos mm -hmm. who, I went to private school, so I wasn't allowed to wear clothes. Like, right, I was a uniform you, kid yeah, too. Yeah, uniform. But we would have like- It's like a spirit day where you could wear whatever you wanted. But you had to pay $2. <laughs> The Catholic school would charge you $2 for It was tithing. Dress. It was yeah. tithing. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I would always get a new outfit from American Eagle. And my sister was an old Navy gal. And she's a, a bigger girl, too. And mm -hmm. so it makes sense. So I, I have the allegiance to the old Navy. Absolutely. But. And they're all American. To me, I just feel like my dream is to be like an old Navy commercial with a golden retriever. And just like, you know. You're just like, gonna, like like by the lake. I get that. I get the golden retriever. You're not going to do it for the Frenchies? 
Oh, I would do it for the Frenchies, yeah. but, you know, I feel like every Old Navy commercial has, like, a golden retriever or, like, a chocolate yeah. lab. Just very All-American. Yeah, 100%. Anyways, I digress, but, I mean, we've just been through a lot of periods in our life together. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things you helped me do was understand and be comfortable with who I was. And, like, without you, I don't know if I would have come out to my parents. It oh like my God, don't say so, that. I know it's so crazy, but it took me a long time to like accept who I was. I grew up so religious and it just like was so fun. And then I think, so you helped me get through that. And then your dad passed away, yeah. which was like, I was lucky enough to meet him and he was an yeah. amazing guy. And I think that that was just like, I knew I just had to be there for you. And it, it really helped us. Right. I think because also at the end of the day, you and I have always been able to get so real, but then laugh a second later. Yeah. We kind of move through things Mm -hmm. and people always ask me like, how do you deal with grief? I'm like, you have to own it. Mm -hmm. You have to honor the moment and then you have to move through it and you have to let it go. You have to release it. But that's the thing is like, that's why when I met you, I said, this is an old soul friend. Like I feel like we've known each other and many previous lives, lives before. Yeah. So, th- so we got to figure out how we're going to be the Oprah and Gail. Well, this is the thing, that we're two Oprahs. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so not only do we have to reinvent the wheel, we have to do it twice. So maybe we have to find a Gail. Yeah. Maybe we have, it's like the double Oprah show, and then we the, find the, some like, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, it's a quieter Gail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, Gail's still fabulous. But. She's f- absolutely fabulous. I know. But we, I don't like being the support person. I yeah. like being the lead, yeah. as do you. Do you ever watch Gail? Doesn't she have her own show? No. She's uh, she's on a morning show. show. She's I mean she's fabulous. You know I can't actually you know what Gail actually is doing it right because she has to do half the work and still gets to go on the yacht. Yeah 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 yeah. She was smart. She was actually so she's smart. smart. She figured it out. Yeah and then she like you know goes into her CBS show like does her little thing and then she's like oh guess what Oprah's gonna pick me up for lunch. Why does CBS have all the money? I don't know. Like truly I mean if they, they want to put me on their network. I'm ready to go. I am here for a sitcom on CBS. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Say what you want. Don't win the awards, but make that money. Absolutely. Like, you know, those those people are just really rolling in it. I think going back to what you said, though, about us just being in these, like, very intense moments of our life, don't you feel, though, that, like, we have – we're like-minded people? And I think as I get older, I find myself being very quick to look at somebody or meet somebody and go, no, it's not going to work. And I give everybody, like, 10 chances. Yeah. But I just – when I remember when I met you, I was like, this is an honest person because you have an honest heart, an honest soul, and it's just authentic. And it's so refreshing to be around. Like, when we hang out together, we just – we laugh in a deep place. Like, I laugh actually in my cold. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. it's that far deep yes. in my body. Yeah, we have we have a good time. You know what else, too, I think it is, is that we were both raised by stubborn Sagittariuses. Oh, yes. Your mom and my dad have the same birthday. Sassy Sages. Yeah. And well, they, you're a Sassy Tad. Well, I am, too. But your mom and my dad literally have the same birthday, and they're, like, a couple years apart. And they're both, like, cut you down. Yeah. But, like, say the funniest thing. Yeah. And you're just, like, and that's how I think we go through everything. And that's the thing, too. That's why I think it would be great in, like, the entertainment business, because people will sometimes say, like, oh, God, your mom's savage. I'm like, no, 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 no. I respect and honor it. I hate fluffy bullshit people. Yeah. I like people to be real. Like, yeah. my mom would t- I was walking. I was in the homecoming court, like, eighth grade. And I'm walking down down the aisle, like at the gym, okay. you know, and my mom's yelling, suck it in, stick them out, like suck in my tummy, stick out my tit. She's oh like, my God. posture, Heather. And you know what? She's my biggest fan at the end of the day. Yeah, she is. So for me, I when people don't give it to me straight, I don't really know how to handle it. <laughs> I like, like, you'll tell me, like, Ray's been like, bitch, that outfit is so bad. Take it off. Oh you know God, you look loafers, better in blue. I'll never forget those loafers. I hope you burn them. My lesbian loafers. Your lesbian loafers. That, that was a trend for a while, you guys. It needs to die. Right. If you're still out there rocking those loafers, and Heather had the Fuji ones, they were the fake ones from DSW Target. or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. It was love DSW. It was heinous. Yeah, Ray just like keeps it very real with me, but that's the kind of um, criticism that I I react well to. Yeah, like you have a beautiful thin ankle, and then mm-hmm. you put this ugly mule on your foot. It was it like, wasn't right. It was like putting a toe ring on a beautiful set of feet. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you just don't do it. I get complimented about my feet a lot, which is very weird. Wiki because- feet. Wiki feet? Have you heard of that? No. Tell me more. <laughs> so wiki feet. I don't know much about it because I'm not a foot person. It's I, I yeah. Don't I like don't it. understand that. I don't like it. I like put a sock on. It's like this whole like it's like Wikipedia, but it's feet, and people can go and search celebrities, normal people's feet, and all these people with fetishes like go and post photos of like feet, and like it's just wild. I've and they s- rate them, and it's crazy. God, there's something for everybody on the internet. It, there truly is. I get stopped a lot by gentlemen who are like, I love your feet. I think it's because I always have immaculate pedicures. Yeah. But my foot is actually, I mean, it's a 10, but it's like a 10 wide. So it doesn't really look that big because it's not very long, but it's just like a block of cheese. You like my what? toes go straight across. Oh, that's nice. No, no, no. They lo- It looks like actually just a cube of sharp cheddar in a shoe. <laughs> 
but for some reason, guys are into it. They're into it. But I never really understood the foot thing. Like, I don't want to suck on your toes. However, I have a friend who I'm no longer friends with because she would not, she would freak the fuck out if I took off my socks. I'm not going to, like, go and put my feet on your pillow. Yeah. I'm not going to go and put my feet on your pillow. But she would would lose her mind if I took my socks off, like, anywhere in her house. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Just relax. You know what I was going to say? You said you'd never suck a toe, but you said one of the most wild things I've ever heard you say a while back. And you said, I don't care. I'm not into shit, but I would let Jon Snow take a dump on my chest. (laughs) I did. When you said that, I was like, wow. I said, I'm not, specifically, I said, I'm not into fecal matter. Yes, that's what you said. Okay, here's the thing. We all have that friend who always is trying to like push the boundaries sexually. Oh, you know, who's always like, people. "Oh, you don't do that. You don't do that." I'm like, "No, I don't have somebody pee on me or or, you know, No, I'm not into one. Do number sports. 2. I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say it out loud cuz I don't understand that my brain yeah. doesn't work that way. If that's your thing, you do you. I just hope you don't get E. coli. You know what I'm you're saying? You're kind of lucky cuz you've been in a relationship for so long. I mean, you're about to marry Jeff any moment now. Yeah. So you haven't had those weird questions, right? You haven't had like dudes be like, "Can I Oh, no, I still get creeps on the internet Well, all the on the time. internet, but it's never happened, like, while you're hooking up with somebody. I mean, I... Oh, God. <laughs> do I want to go down this road? I've, I, lived a, I lived a life before Jeff. I'll just okay. say that. But that was years and years ago. Yes, it was years ago. But now the kids... It's like you can't even go on a date with somebody unless without them, like, peeing on you later. What's yeah. happened? I don't know. You're telling me. I literally lived this life. But Kit Harrington, I mean, Jon Snow, he is so beautiful. And I know he's only, like, 4'11". Like, yeah, he would only short. come up to my tits, which could actually yeah, be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good time. But I did say, I said, you know what? I'm not into, like, anybody pooping on me, but he's the only one where I'd be like, you know what? Let's give it a spin. You know what? I'm open to the idea. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's all he wanted. Right. You, right. No, oh God. I mean, in the back of my mind, I'd be like, this is fucking gross and I'm not into it. But I'll also be like, you know, just all you got to say is like, you're my queen. And then I'd just be like, all right, go all right. for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's always like a Britney. It's always a girl named Britney in the group who always pushes the boundaries, who's always just says it. Like you could be out at lunch at like Panera Bread and she'll say, so what? You're telling me you don't put like Coke bottles in your butt? And you're like, no. no. See, that's the other thing I think that you and I both can agree on is like mm-hmm. we are very non-judgmental in the terms of like we're open to trying a lot. Yeah, do your but thing. there's a time and a place to talk about stuff. Yes. And the people that like to push the boundaries, they're doing it for show. Right. You, I remember I had a good friend one time and you were like, everything she does is for show. And, and then I started picking up on it. And I'm like, oh, she doesn't actually believe any of this bullshit. She's just saying it to say it. Right. And then I was like, I'm done. Like anytime she came home with a crazy story about, right. you know, sexual stuff or like whatever. I was like, you're lying. I just can't deal with you. It's a time and a place. A time and a place. And yes. Like, yeah. You can tell me anything you want. Yeah. We're together. We're having a coffee. Tell me all the things you put in your butt or whatever you yeah. did. Or like, let's talk about it. Like, hey, all the kids are trying this thing. Yeah, break it down for me. What do we think? Right. Right. But if we're sitting at a friend's baby shower. No. Inappropriate, Claire, Brittany. (laughs) Just these crazy white women, I swear to God. So, Ray, a part of our podcast is we have callers call in and they tell us an absolute not. Okay. So we're going to listen to a couple of the voicemails now and we're just going to give our feedback. Now, it might be life questions. It might be love questions. It could be anything. Okay. But is there particularly anything in your life right now that's an absolutely not, like a red flag that you see out in the mean streets and you're like, this is just an absolutely not? An absolutely not. You know what is an absolutely not for me? What? Truly, is... Not to be sad, but this has recently to do, my grandma passed away this year and Mm -hmm. I like really have a soft spot for old people. It is an absolutely not when I see someone trying to take advantage of an old person at a coffee shop or being impatient with them at a grocery store. Because guess what? They were young 50 years ago and they were going just as fast as we were, but they're still trying to make it out here. So it's an absolutely not for me when I see people disrespecting the older generation without a purpose. Right. Now, if the old guy slipped you off and spit in your face, (laughs) go for it. (laughs) If he ran over your entire family on the sidewalk. (laughs) Like, but yeah. if he's just taking a second to dig through his wallet for change, get in another line. Right. I just can't. But see, that really speaks to your character because mm. you and I, we are always fight for the underdog. Yeah. Yes. We I, can't that's handle the underdog. it. And see, now I feel it's like- It's also very Asian of you to say that too. Very Chinese. Really? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. To care about the old people? Well, no, because that's a whole thing. Like, we've even talked about this. So yeah. like, 
it's like embedded in that culture that people take care of their family and yeah. you respect the elders. And when I see these kids out in the street and they're telling their grandmother to go fuck themselves or whatever, just it's the not, disrespect. It's wild. Well, listen, since and not not to be sad, like you said, but since I lost my dad, I kind of said, wow, I you can't get back time with people. No. So if I can tell anybody anything, you have a grandparent, go sit on the couch with them, listen to their stories. Yeah. My dad was young when he passed and there's still so many things I wish I could have learned and, yeah. and known. But like, you know, yeah. it, pe- people these days, I don't think they respect the elderly like they should. Yeah, but also just like, it just, it doesn't cost you anything just to get in another line or right. like move around them or like, you know, like just give them a second or ask them, hey, can I, what are you looking for at the coffee shop? Right. Can I help you get it? Because right. I guarantee it'll be faster. I can't. I just, I see it all the time, especially now, like, we're always on the go, 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 go. And I'm just like, let that person take a break. Right. It's fine. I just can't with that. And I can, you know what? I'm going to throw it back. I also can absolutely not to the lesbian mule on a straight, beautiful woman. It is not a look. Okay. It's not for any of you. Okay. I've seen it on you. I've seen it on my other friends. I've seen it on lesbians. And even then, I don't love it. It's just, it's not for me. You know what? You know what it is? I think I might have PTSD from a woman that I used to work for. She loved an ugly mule. Right. And maybe I'm just triggered by it. I think you are triggered by it. But I'm going to let that be your fight to fight um, as somebody who is not a member of the LGBTQ and yeah. sometimes why, because you never know. Yeah. Um, community, that's 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 going to be your- I got to take down the mule. You got to take you, down the mule. you got to free Britney. Yeah. And and you know what? I'm going to support you 100%. Yeah. Because I'm here and we're, we're, we love everybody. We're I'm not gonna, exclusive. We're inclusive. You're going to see me in a couple months, wherever we're at. And you know how people are burning the bras? I'm going to be burning mules. Burning mules. I can't. Because you know what? You're just trying to help a sister out. I am. I really am. Okay, now we're going to cut to a couple calls. All right, let's so, do it. So um, here we Good. go. Oh, my God. I love it. Let's do it. Wow. Hotline is so 90s and so great. Thank yes. you for this. Love a hotline. My question is three qualities, I mean, can be four, that you that are like requirements for your mate. Like what is a must-have? And maybe include like some like, don't need to. I mean, we know you found your Italian stallion, but the rest of us haven't, and we're all just trying to get by. That's I love a, that. Thanks. That's a great question. Great. Thank you for your question. Did we catch your name? Uh, I think Megan. Okay. We think Megan. So if that's you, Megan, um, thank you for calling in. Thank you for that question. Listen, finding a mate is not easy. I haven't found one. So. No, you know what? But, but he's coming. He's He is coming. He is coming, like Jesus. Yes. Amen. <laughs> I told Ray, I really want to take him to Israel this year. I and said, I said, absolutely, yes. We need to go to the Holy Land to find you a holy man. Well, and you know, now, like, Tel Aviv's the new, like, gay mecca. Like, right. Yeah. And you could find a guy who's, like, you know, like, spiritual. Well, and you know, I kind of love a Middle Eastern man. Oh, don't we all? Why do you think I want the Italians dying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to answer your question, we believe, Megan, three qualities. Here was my thing. Even my boyfriends before, I, I'm physically attracted Oh, this is going to sound fucked up to guys who remind me of my dad, but I had a great relationship with him. Is that weird? No, but I mean, it's the, it's what everyone says. So it's like, I like tall, dark and handsome and I like a beard and chest hair. Yeah. Um, so physically I like facial hair and chest hair. I don't like smooth men. I don't know how to relate to that. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm smooth, Yeah. but I just don't, I like men. I'm a lumber sexual is what somebody actually um, classified me as. Heather, you identify as a lumber sexual. You like men who look like lumberjacks. Yeah, correct. When Jeff wears a flannel and a fitted hat, yeah. It's like on and popping. But personality-wise, um, I like somebody with a kind spirit. Mm-hmm. I've never been attracted to like really the um, like the loudest guy in the room. No. No, I don't. I like somebody with a kind spirit, great sense of humor, and they have to be smart. Yes. Because I'm smart, but I'm also can be like I can be a very big ding-dong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in the best way. What I'm attracted to is someone who's smart in the things I'm not smart in. Right. And I think that's what you're trying to say. Yes. Because it's like you're smart in certain things and then you need that other person who can help you with the other stuff. Like we've been looking at apartments in New York and Jeff literally sends me a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet. And no. I just like, babe, give me the address. I'll just Google it. It literally, like, you know when like you, when we go to a workout and it's so tough and it takes everything out of you? Right. That's what I think about when I think about making a spreadsheet. Yes. It takes everything out of me. I told you this morning on our way in, I said, how do I add a date to my Google calendar? Yeah, and you said, Heather, you need to get an old school planner. Because I knew you'd never do it on your phone. Yeah, I don't know how. You are that, you are, you're Joan. I am Joan. Remember her book? Yes. And she'd pencil it in? Yes, that's Th- me. That's going to be you. I told you, you just need to get a nice pencil. I'll buy you one. 
Yeah. We'll, go to, we'll go to Staples in the Valley. Oh, my God. We'll go to Staples <laughs> in the Valley and I'll have an orgasm because the smell of paper is yeah. so rich and so, like, luxurious. Yeah. Um, but to make, Megan, to answer your question, I think you got to find somebody who is, you love their heart. I know that sounds so cheesy, but listen, there's a lot of thought thoughty guys out there on Instagram. Yeah. When Jeff, when I met Jeff, he walked into a bar and I said, out loud, before he'd even opened his mouth, I said, that's who I'm going to marry. Yeah. And that sounds crazy, but I said it. I literally turned to my friend and go, that's who I'm going to marry. And we met through a mutual friend. And then the rest of the night, we chit-chatted, and he told me I was the first person he had ever heard things about. And then when we met, I lived up to all the expectations. He said, you're the first person I met that I said, wow, she's all those things that people said. Do you also remember what he said, though? Like years later, he was like, you called me crying, I think. And you were like, he said, I thought I was going to marry a brunette. Yes. No, this was like a year ago. And he said, and I look, turned to him in the kitchen. And I said, Jeff, did you ever think you were going to be with like a buxom hot blonde from the South? And he, just a typical guy responds, like, you know, honestly, Heather, I've just figured she'd be like some brunette Italian girl. I didn't really think about it. And I was like, <laughs> what? Like, I wanted him to have this moment where yeah. he'd be like, babe, I couldn't get any better than this. And he was yeah. just like, I don't know. I just figured I'd be with some like brunette from down the street. I was like, you <laughs> fucker. Literally called Ray, like, can you believe this? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think you have to just find somebody who makes you laugh and giggles with you because that's the thing. When Jeff and I are together, we giggle. Yeah. Giggle is different than laughing. It's like what Ray uh, and I do. Yeah, yeah. We giggle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite is when you are like trying to wake Jeff up in bed mm-hmm. and he's like fully passed out and you're yeah. just laughing your ass off. And he rolls with it. He knows what you're doing. He's doing yeah. it. He'll do a funny voice and you uh, you guys have the best time. Listen, I always say give people the benefit of the doubt, even if you're not necessarily like immediately physically attracted to somebody. I think character and humor goes way beyond looks. Yeah. Because you can always spruce them up. Somebody can always get new teeth, you know? Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. I mean, I don't have a partner, but I also, I can reflect back on some of the hookups I've had. Right. And sometimes the best hookups aren't the hottest guys you've been with. Right. It's the ones where you're like, wow, that was just great personality chemistry vibe. And ladies, I will tell you this right now. The man has to be way more in love with you. And uh, trust me, I love Jeff more than anything in this world, but my mom taught me that a long time ago. She's like, these girls who go after these guys who really aren't like that crazy about them. And this goes for gentlemen too. Yeah. You got to be... You got to make sure that that other person is obsessed with you. Yeah. It's kind of stalkerish. Yeah. Like Jeff may or may not skin me and wear me one day, you know? Yeah. But that's, guess what? A healthy relationship. All right, <laughs> let's go to the next question. Hi, my name is Sydney Brunswick and my absolutely not is when I'm at the gym trying to, you know, work on my fitness, he's my witness, and there's some <laughs> young, skinny little bitches there because they're... 21 years old or younger and have a steady diet of vodka and one meal a day Mm -hmm. and all they're doing is like butt workouts and ab workouts and all they're doing is sticking their ass out and like their crop shirts and too tight of pants and their butts hanging out. I just cannot. Wow. Bye, Heather. I love you. Wow. Wow. Love you, Sydney. With Sydney, I think. Um, Jenny. 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 Sorry, Jenny. <laughs> I. You know what? I have one friend named Jenny, and I never ever meet other Jennies. So, yeah. um, uh, Jenny, thanks for calling in. Okay. One, love the specific details. Two, I can imagine, because you kind of sounded out of breath, that you were actually on the elliptical at the gym, <laughs> going about like like one mile an hour, yeah. just staring at the Tatianas, so pissed. And I just want you to know, I love the real-time phone call. That yes. really brought me joy to my heart. <sighs> Here's the thing. When I go to the gym, I'm dressed like somebody who just escaped a women's prison. I like a bulky tee. I like, you know, I basically like I'm in an orange jumpsuit. I I am not dressed to impress anyone. When I'm in the zone and I'm sweating, I want nobody to pay attention to me. So I feel you when, you know, it's intimidating going to the gym and you have these women or guys or whatever. It's just like, it's a show. But this is what you have to do. You have to let them have their moment and just know that every time you walk into whatever place that you love, that's your moment. Right. You know what I mean? Let right. them, that's their safe space. Just fucking give it to them. If that's all they got, you know, if you probably went up to her and you're like, hey girl, um, can you show me how to use that, you know, squat machine? And she'd probably like not be able to form a sentence. Right. Just know that that's her space. That's all she's got. Yeah, that's all she has. That's all she has. I want to be the kind of person yeah. who they say, the only place Ray has is a gym. Because mm-hmm. then you know I'll just be so fucking thin. Right. You're cooler than that. I don't. I'll never have that. I, I, what, right. What have I always said? The day that somebody comes up to me and they say, hey, are you okay? Because I've, I've, I've lost weight, but I've never – it's never been where it's ever been like shocking where yeah. they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. They're always just like, did you do something to your hair? Or like, you look a little less puffy. <laughs> 
That's what I get. Like, you haven't been drinking. Are you, like, not swollen? The day that you come up to me and you're like, babe, I'm concerned. I'm going to be like, I'm so I've made it. Thin. I, like, did have a dramatic weight loss at one point. Like, it was, like. During your juice cleanse. During my juice. Well, but also then I just, like, didn't eat for a while. I did the mm-hmm. Hollywood diet of, like, you just don't eat. Right. And um, I lost a lot. Like, half of my body. Not half my body weight, but at least 30%. And people came up to me, like, you've never looked better in your whole life. This is exactly who the person you need to be. It's everything and all this stuff. And you were just radiating. And then I gained all that weight back. Uh-huh. And so now when people are like, oh, my God, you look amazing. And I'm like, you're a fucking liar. Yeah. But you know what? But I know. I know know. who's lying and I know who's telling the truth. Right. And at the end of the day, I've been fat and happy and I've been thin and hungry. I'd rather be fat and happy and live my best life. And we're P-H-A-T. Yeah. You we know, are. Pretty and also, like, this is what I always like to say. I'm like, Oprah, I, the weight goes up and down without the billion dollars. But I'll get there. Yes. And then I won't care if I'm in my 600-pound life. Because <laughs> guess what? I'll be sitting on that restoration hardware cloud couch that costs $15,000. And I won't ever have to leave my home. No. So, joke's on you. Joke's on me. But you know what? Jenny, don't let the ladies at the gym bother you. And maybe go up and strike up a conversation. Maybe get out of your comfort zone and say, hey, girl, teach me your ways. But, I, I mean, I hear you on the absolutely nots there, but, uh, you know, gym rats are gym rats. So you got to just let them be in their safe space. Yeah, let them do it. Okay, we're going to have time for one last question with Ray, and then we'll let you get out of here. So Thank you. let's go for one last voicemail. My girlfriend wants me to ask you a question. Oh, here we go. What the fuck is going on? okay nothing makes me happier when the straight dudes either slide my dms or come up to me in person and it's always like they're kind of like ashamed yes or like embarrassed and like hey oh okay this is like so fucking embarrassing my girlfriend cheryl and i'm like what's your name like, what's up i'm dylan um she fucking loves you like i don't get it but it's always I don't get it. Or the husbands are always on board. Yes. The boyfriends are like, uh, I'm not getting my dick sucked right now because, like, we're always watching your videos. And, like, <laughs> and I immediately go, Dylan, I am so sorry. <laughs> and I make eye contact and I put my hand on their shoulder just to be like, Dylan, I hear you. You're seen. You're heard. I feel you. Um, I, immediately when I heard his voice, man, he said, my girlfriend. My girlfriend. I literally did the air quotes to you because I was like, does this guy have a girlfriend? Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, does fuck. this one? Does this one have a girlfriend? Does this one have a girlfriend? I don't think he does. Let me go through, like, all my block DMs, and I'll probably be like, Dylan175, show me your titties, bitch. <laughs> um, I love that, though. Yeah, that was a that was a good time. The also, he sounded like he was out at a bar. He was fully out at a bar. Yeah. He was going through the stories, and he's like, I'm just going to call and see if this thing works. works. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? I will say, ladies, do me a favor. If you lay in bed and it's your ritual every night to, like, watch my stories or to, like, you know, you yeah. send me messages, be with your man first and then wait till he falls asleep. Unless your man loves to watch it together because that's the only hate mail I get is yeah. being like, I haven't had sex in a week because Lindsay loves to watch her videos and I need some loving. So yeah. just do me a favor so it all st- we all stay positive. Make sure it's in, you know. And here's a little secret to Heather's love life. Yeah. She never puts her phone down except for when she's getting it on with Jeff. Yeah. And then she's immediately back on that phone <laughs> trying to wake him up, tickle his titties. Yeah. Like just that is that's when I know like it has happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, because that was such a shitty question. Let's do one, <laughs> one more. Four, yeah. yeah. One we can do another one. Yeah. Hey Heather, longtime listener, first time caller. Love that. She's Two professional. Questions. Oh, by the way, this is Jessica, born and raised BTL. Yes. First question is, are the cats moving to New York? Great question. Second good question, question. I'm sure it's absolutely not, but can I get an invite to the wedding? My husband's a phenomenal dancer. I Thank love you. That. that was sweet. I also liked how clear yes. and direct she had written those questions down and then called in. You know what, where she And was? I appreciate she it. She was in the bathroom at work. Oh, my God. Hello. I actually work at Bank of America, (laughs) and I just wanted to come in here. Like, very professional. I love that. I love when you're listening to the radio. I still listen to the radio, and you can tell that someone's at their desk. Yes. And they won the prize, and they're like, I won. Yes. And they're whispering. It's the best. That Um, was Jessica. Jessica. uh, Jessica, thank you for that wonderful question. And I love somebody who, um, you know, is invested in my cats. Because there are two types of people in this world. There are cat people who are just cat and dog people, because all cat people love dogs. And then there's just dog people who say the most awful things about cats. And I am the latter. You are the latter, and that's okay. That's okay. But I just feel like we need to dog people. But I'm warming up up to it because of you. I have a a couple friends who have cats now. Mm -hmm. I don't like a cat who... 
zooms around and jumps on your head. I can't deal with that. But a cat that, like, just... So a cat on Adderall? (laughs) I've never had a cat jump on my head. Oh, I have a very good friend who you know, and I don't want to name her name, but she has a cat that has jumped on my head every single time I've been to her house. It's like it can tell that I don't like cats. Oh, cats pick up on energy immediately. And he's bitten me, and he's scratched me, and jumped on my head. (laughs) But like with at your house, you I go realize to, she told him right before you came over. She, she's like, "Fuck him up." Yeah. Also, one time I was house sitting for this person, and I was fully asleep in her bed. And you, I never sleep well when I'm sleeping in someone else's bed. It's just not for me. And my arm was hanging off the bed, and the cat came by and licked my elbow in the middle of the night. Never been more traumatized. <laughs> never. Well, Jessica, to answer your question, no, the cats are not going to come with me. Oh, you're not taking Delta? No, I can't because Jeff's, like, allergic, and he grew up with cats. Let me tell you real quick. I knew I really loved Jeff the moment he called me, the day his sweet cat whiskers died. His cat lived, like, be 22. Oh, that's a long time. Jeff, this happened like three years ago. Jeff calls me. He's sobbing on the phone as if like the entire, like the entire village has been murdered situation. And he's like, babe, whiskey's just died. And in that moment, my heart could not have been bigger. And and I just said, babe, this is like when a man cries over a, a cat specifically, you just know that they have a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very, I'm very pro cat, cat friendly. Um, no, the cats are going to stay with Robin because Jeff is unfortunately now super allergic. And when you are living in like, you know, 300 square feet in New York, I actually want people to come over to my apartment and like hang out. Yeah. It's different. I don't even want to have a dog in New York because it's not fair. I really don't think it's well, fair. Well, also like love you to death, but I can't see you waking up at 6 a.m. to go outside in the freezing cold no, to let no, that no, dog no. pee. No, no, no. It's not for you. Eventually we'll get one, but I don't think right now. So no, the cats are staying at Robin's. And what was the second question? Oh, can she be invited to the wedding? Her oh. husband's a great answer. You know what? Um, it's, I'm sorry, Jessica, I'm going to answer this one for Heather. <laughs> it's a tight guest list, okay? It's a tight guest list, but I might just get a wild hair up my ass and do a raffle and just say, you know what? Come, if you can make it, if you can do it, let's go. Can you imagine? It would be like... Like getting to the Iron Throne. Yeah, yeah. Throne. Slash Oprah's Dream Vacation. Remember when she also, did those Dream Vacations? do not give me that much credit. No, like, do not give me that much credit at all. <laughs> um, yeah, girl, I'll put you on the short list for sure. And if we get a cancellation from, like, a weird family member who, like, we don't really want to be there in the first place, you're coming. So don't you worry. Yeah. Ray, thank you so much for <sighs> being here. I like to end every episode with just an absolute yes, which is a positive. And my absolutely yes is absolutely yes to our wonderful friendship. I adore you. Thank you for being a light in my life. Thank you for being there for me when I've gone through hard times and good times. And at the end of the day, we have been through so much in the last five years that most people endure in a friendship over a lifetime. So my absolute yes is I want everybody to call a friend that they just hold very dear to them. And I just want you to call them and say, thank you. And I love you. Cause I don't think we say thank you to people enough. We do not. We yeah. do not. Do you have I mean, an absolute yes you want to end on? Oh, an ab- I mean, you just took it. That one was great. I don't think I could take it from you. I, I think just absolutely yes to being a real friend. Yeah. You have, not only have we had a great friendship, but you've been a real friend in the sense where you've told me things that I didn't want to hear, knowing that I'd probably get a little mad, <laughs> but that I needed to fucking hear it. You know what? And truly, I've recently adopted that policy with a couple of friends, and I think it's changed it in the best way. Because if they're a real friend... They'll hate you for a second, but love you for the rest of your life. Right, because they know it because it comes from a a good place. Yeah, so absolutely yes to real friends. All right, y'all, you have heard it first here on the Absolutely Not podcast with my dear friend, my man of honor in my wedding, Raymond Padilla. Thanks for coming on, sweetie. Oh, my God, I love you. Y'all, have a fabulous day, and remember, live your truth. Love and light. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.